of course, you can't leave home without your fucking Ren and Six. I actually really think this is pretty fucking good. Yeah, that shit's insane. Not sure what they're Quick tinkering. Quick question, though. though. And I've been wondering, I was sitting here looking at Ren and Six earlier this week, and this shows you how fucking 0% of a life I have. Which one is Ren and which one is Six? Ren is the... Is the guy. Yeah. So is he inside of a tree or is the tree inside him? He's inside of the tree. No, but but is the tree inside him? And he's probably fucking him in the butt. That's the... <laughs> I think that's correct. I think it's... I think six. You think it's correct that he's fucking him in the butt? <laughs> yeah, Ren is the dude, and then six is the fucking tree thing. That, that's fair. Is this a symbiotic relationship or a sexual relationship? Is my real question. Both, and this is playing fucking shenanigans. What's up, you wankers? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. Joining you, as always, is a used deck box, Tyler, and joining me is my co-host. A pack of crusty old sleeves. Matt, Matt, what's going on, man? Going on, brother. Huh? I really thought you were going to say a used condom at first. Well, I mean, instead of a used deck box. Or a crusty used condom. No, I meant for you. You said a used deck box. Oh, I'm a used condom. Yeah. Mm. Well, we have similar characteristics, so I can understand why you would, you would think that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this week in Magic, the beginning of the week, I was actually bummed. And I was kind of be like, oh, well, is there even a fucking point in doing a podcast? Because we don't talk about anything entertaining. So we never talk about anything entertaining, though. No, we're useless. But I was like, well, there's nothing going to be going on in magic. So, like, what's the fucking point? And I was like, oh, I don't care. And then the end of the week happened. and We got a bunch of cool shit to bitch about and complain about and hope that things are going to be good. So let's jump right in. Um, first of a all, bunch of cool shit. Yeah, there was actually a fucking a lot of awesome things happening in Magic. The first thing that caught my eye and the thing that is most exciting for me, even though there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to participate, is this fucking Gen Con Legacy Cube like winner. Like you keep your cards thing that they're doing at, at Gen Con this year. Yeah, it's not a fucking Phantom Draft. No, it's a real-life, in-person Legacy Cube draft, and you keep the cards. The unfortunate caveat is that you have to qualify. It's kind of like the beta draft, only not nearly as expensive. It is exactly like the beta draft. Well, the beta draft was done at Gen Con last year, too. So this is just this year's version of that at Gen Con. For those of you out there who... The beta draft was not at Gen Con. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was at GP Vegas, or one of the Vegas things. No, I'm pretty sure it was at Gen Con. Because sure I was wrong. looking it up you earlier. Little bitch. I 100% am like positive it was a gen. Well, then I'm a fucking idiot, but I don't think that that was the case. Yep, it was. Did you look it up? Gen Con Beta Draft MTG. Yep, Gen Con Beta Draft highlights. God damn it. Yep. Well, there was I, also, I think, to be fair, I think you're right. They did do two of them. Because <laughs> uh, I knew they did it at uh, there was the one Vegas thing, because that was like the big thing. 100%. They did. They did multiple. So I don't know if they're going to be doing anything like this at GP Vegas because it is at the end of the month. So Gen Con this year is August first, first through the fourth. Well, that and there's probably not enough fucking beta packs left. Yeah, fucking yeah. They used all of them last year. So how, where the fuck are they going to find more beta packs? But so the way you do it is like you have to go to that actual fucking event, and then throughout that weekend or that yeah that Thursday through Sunday there's going to be qualifier events. I don't know what the qualifier events are because they don't have anything posted as far as what I saw. 
Should be like a regular cube draft. I would know it. What I That'd think it dope. is that would be fucking sweet if they just had a bunch of cubes and then just like did those. That'd be fucking sweet. But I think last year there was like a standard one. There was a modern one. There was like a limited one. Like they were essentially just mini GPs that instead of a pro tour invite, it was an invite to the fucking coolest thing that's ever happened in magic. A fucking beta Rochester draft. I don't think that's actually ever happened, even when beta was legal. No, because was, it wasn't a limited format. Like, what, are these people just going to invent a new fucking way to play the game with the cards they don't even know what they do? Yeah, fuck me. Maybe. Yeah. But, they might do that. So, if you, if you have the opportunity to go to Indianapolis in, what, two weeks? Three weeks, maybe? Two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. You, too, could have the chance to lose to better players in the qualifiers, in the qualifiers for the... Gen Con uh, Legacy Cube Draft. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm bummed. I'm bummed that I can't go to this, but I also know that there's no way I would ever qualify for it, so whatever. Yeah, that checks out. But instead of doing that, instead of wasting my money and going to Indianapolis, because what's in Indianapolis? Nothing. I get to stay home, and I get to fucking draft the Legacy Cube on Magic Online, because they are releasing They're re-releasing it. The Vintage Cube, or the Legacy Cube on Magic Online comes out July 30. First, so for all the people out there who want to prep for this fucking cube that they're not going to get into, <laughs> you you can jump online and do it. Which is super cool. Like we've said a hundred times, that's probably one of my favorite formats is cube. Oh, cube is the best format, the best constructed format. It's legacy. The best format ever is cube draft. The legacy cube is significantly worse than power cube. Well, yeah, but it's still cube. So like, <laughs> I'm not fucking complaining. I mean. The only cube that I really fucking didn't like was the modern cube that they tried to do. Oh, you didn't like the modern cube? No. Eh. It's like a big bag of dicks in my mouth, and I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't like that? That's kind of strange. Weird, I know. Again, yeah, controversial. (laughs) But, no, I think the modern cube was fine. They've done a bunch of different cubes. The one that I didn't like the most, which I still played it, was the Legends cube. That one pissed me off. What the fuck do you mean the Legends cube? Yeah, it was a cube of all legendary creatures. That's all it was. Oh, I thought you meant like the Legends set. I was like, dude, there's like 30 cards in that set. How are... No, 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 no. It's a cube of all legendary creatures. So it was super fucking... Yeah, it was... I got you. It wasn't bad. It's just like, you obviously, there's a fucking power creep in for for legendary creatures. Some of them are just fucking out of this world and some of them are trash. Well, that probably fixing is really fucking good in that format too, right? You would think. Uh, yeah, they did have like some of the mana rocks. They did have some of the other stuff. Obviously, no power, but they had. I believe they had signets in it. They had some other stuff. Eh, it wasn't bad. But like they did the popper cube. The popper cube's fucking awesome. They did the uncommon cube, which is just uncommon. That was fucking sweet. Surprisingly sweet. I didn't think that was going to be good at all, and it turned out to be uh-huh. something I did like daily. I could see that being actually really awesome. Yeah, I kind of wish it would have been like commons, uncommons. That might have been a little bit better. But I mean, beggars can't be choosers. I'll take whatever cube they put on. I guess we should talk uh, about what the fuck. Like the middle class format. Yeah, we fucking went off on a tangent real early. I'm not even drunk <laughs> so, yet. So anybody out there who has not played cube, uh, I'm sorry. But now that you know when the next cube's coming up, your life can be enriched and finally completed. Um, so cube. Game up. Yeah, cube is a draft format but instead of sets coming out and you drafting packs that you open you just you build what is called a cube it's just one copy of any card that you want to put in it you make packs of 15 cards pass them out to your friends sit around a table and do a draft like a normal draft 
And at the end of it, you have a stack of cards that are some of the most powerful cards in the entire world. You throw basics in it, and then you play like a normal draft. So if you've ever drafted before, Cube is going to knock your fucking socks off. Yeah, it's going to be way better. Yeah, that was the tough thing for me. Um, every time that there's a cube online, I don't do anything else. Yeah, that sounds Which sucks, because every fucking year, the Legacy Cube, or the Vintage Cube, the Holiday Cube that comes out during Christmas time, it is always, like, done the same weekend as our big tournament that we always go to, our little invitational thing. Yeah, like the first, yeah. yeah. So I don't practice for our fucking invitational. I don't play any other formats because I'm just stuck doing Vintage Cube because I can't do anything else. I'm locked in. My yeah, and you cool. can't ever practice. You're just always... I'm the same way, honestly. Well, last time Cube was out, that was what we fucking did. Like, every single night, we would hop on Skype and we'd share screens and we'd just fucking Cube back and forth and back and forth. Because that format is fucking incredible. Fuck yeah, Cube yeah, is sick. Super fun. Super fun. You get to play with the most broken cards. Yeah, and for people who would never get an opportunity to play with, like, the Power 9, Cube is the place where you can do it. Especially online. You don't have to buy a fucking vintage deck. You don't have to learn vintage format. All you have to do is just jump in a queue and open up a piece of power and take it immediately and then just build your deck and you get to play a deck with power. That was my first taste of power was cube. I'd never played with any of these cards before. And then I played cube. I'm like, oh, oh, this is what it feels like to cast an ancestral recall. Fucking sick. Oh, yeah. It is really good. Yeah, it it feels real nice. So I'm looking forward to that. Fuck yeah, cube. Is that the only thing going on? Well, um, something else is coming out, isn't it? Yeah, I they saw actually, someone on Twitter about it. Yeah, they just there was a couple things that also got spoiled today specifically on Twitter. One of which was some details about the commander precon decks that are coming out. I love and hate these things. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Some of them have been really fucking awesome. And then some of them not sparked my interest whatsoever. Yeah, I bought two of them this last go around. I bought the the blue red Sahili one, and I bought the Jund Lands one because that's oh, one the of my big favorite cat daddy one. Fuck yeah, it. that one is so good. But that one was so far and beyond the best one. You think? I think Sahili was way fucking better. I don't know. As far as ones that, I guess that's more just my playstyle. Is the I guess the Sahili one is definitely my playstyle. I think that just the commander. What's his fucking name? The big cat boy? Hold on one second. Lord Wingrace, that's it. <laughs> yeah, fucking Lord Wingrace. One, that's the most badass name. Just as you know, it's two mana Jund. Yeah, nuts. You want to read him off? I can look him up. Oh, I was just going off memory. I was flexing some AK muscles. Oh, it's the hanging dick a little bit. Yeah. Wait till later. Actually, no, I'm fucking, I'm playing later. Yeah, so you're answering. You can just show me off, show, uh, show off before I get to fucking embarrass myself why can i not type today i suck at it this <laughs> little little pussy bitch lord Wingrace is a uh, five mana so two colorless and john black red green five loyalty his plus two is discard a card then draw a card if a land card is discarded this way draw an additional card so it basically reads discard land card draw two cards and then here it's minus three return up to two target land cards from your graveyard to the battlefield Yeah. to the battlefield. Yeah. So that land you just discarded. Did you hear that part to the fucking yeah, battle? And it's, and it's not tapped. Yeah. That card is uh, pretty yeah. good. Do you know what? Um, two lands are really fucking good together. Oh, it, are, are you talking about ones in a specific color that Lord Wingrace is like maybe yeah. black? No, like maybe fucking thespian sage dark depths. 
Oh, I wasn't thinking that. I'm thinking in commander context. Because fuck that's being stage dark depths. Fuck that combo. Oh. You're... I'm thinking Urborg and Cabal Coffers. That's at least oh, a little bit more balanced. That is way less balanced. No, it doesn't make a 20-20. It just makes a little bit of mana. Just a little bit. A little bit of mana. <laughs> you're fucking... You could okay, I guess making a 2020 and making a bunch of mana are both degenerate things that you can do with Lord Wingrace. But he has another ability. What is it? It's his minus 11, which is pretty big. Uh, destroy up to six target non-land permanents. Then create six 2-2 green cat warrior creature tokens with forest walk. Huh. Well, I mean, so I don't you know if I've ever seen anybody power. use minus 11 ability on Lord Wingrace. Now, the biggest one is you discard land, draw two cards. This is really good with life from the loam and cycling lands and some shit like that. Yeah, and just being able to get those lands back and just kind of rinse and repeat and shit is just so nuts. Yeah, it's a grindy value deck that just... Yeah, I think that one, honestly, that was my favorite one of that cycle. And I am the farthest thing from a fucking Jund player. And that one gets me going. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I got Stiffy for fucking Lord Wingrace. Healy really is the best one. Because it lets you cheat on so much fucking mana. Uh, see, I, maybe I, that one's just not my thing because everybody knows my fucking, my mantra when it comes to Commander. Yeah, just let me read this one and you will also. It. This is Sahili the Gifted. It is two red, or two blue red for loyalty. Plus one is create a 1-1 one, one colorless servo artifact creature token. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. The second plus one is the next spell you cast this turn costs one colorless less to cast for each artifact you control as you cast it. Yeah, that's the one. And it's also, that's a plus one ability. That is a plus one. What the fuck? And then it's minus, her minus seven is for each artifact you control, create a token that's a copy of it. Those tokens gain haste. Exile those tokens at the beginning of the next end step. Sure. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But the you're, whole, winning, hey, you're winning from the artifacts that you're playing for free. You're not winning yeah. because you're making copies of them. You could play some big motherfucker real fast. And also notice that that ability. Spell. It doesn't. Says, yeah. The next spell you cast. Yeah. This not artifact spell. It doesn't spell. say next artifact spell. It doesn't say next anything. This deck just like vomits out Eldrazi like, not, like nobody's business. Like fucking Christ. Yep. Yeah, she's really good. She just falls into that category of uh, she could be cool and she could be used for good, but so many times I've seen her used for evil and I just don't want to fucking deal with it. It's hard not to use it for evil, man. It says fucking you get to add 10 mana to your mana pool for a plus one. I guess. I mean, yeah, she's not bad. I've seen it's that one toes toes the fine line for me. There's a lot of people out there who it's really what you build the deck around her. That looks like like there's no issue with me with you playing like just normal cards. And then eventually like you getting to use that ability and making an Eldrazi. But if you're just pumping, ramping everything out, like tutoring, doing all this fucking crazy things like then that's where it crosses the line. Maybe Sahili's not the card that is breaking my rules. She just is the final culmination of everything that does. Well, most artifacts in Commander are also mana rocks. Yeah. So you're not true. just adding one for her. It's usually like three for a signet or two plus mana, I guess, for a signet. Yeah, or like a soul ring. Yeah. It gets it goes real fast. Yeah, she usually, can go downhill really fucking quickly. You play this bitch turn three, turn four, you're dropping something pretty nasty. Yeah, fucking commander's such a crazy format, man. <laughs> fucking commander. It is. God, you're damn. not wrong. But um, so those that, they, was, that was last year's commanders, right? 
Yeah. Did they spoil anything new about these ones? I actually, I didn't see that until you were telling me about them. Oh yeah. So uh, as always, this is, it's going to be four new decks this time around. Four. Yeah. We just get four in past years. They have done five, um, like one for each color or something like that. But this year we're getting four new decks, which leads me to believe that they're going to be some kind of color combinations or something like that. Um, they are all centered around mechanics this time around, which is pretty fucking sweet. So the mechanics different. They haven't done that before. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And usually and like they've done like the planeswalker thing a couple times. They did the multiple color planeswalkers and then they did the monocolor planeswalkers. They did like the tribal ones that what, two years ago that they did like dragons and uh, the cats and vampires. Yeah. Dragons, and... cats. Yeah. Wizards. Yeah. Because fucking. Yeah. that Yeah. Those decks were cool. But. This year, like I said, they're doing mechanics. The four mechanics that they are focusing on are Populate, Flashback, Morph, and Madness. So Populate, obviously going to be like a token-themed deck. Flashback, probably, yeah. Yeah. Flashback makes me think... Esper. I was maybe thinking like blue-red, or yeah, like you said, Esper. Um, Morph, Morph, I think, will be like... Five-color. Red, green, blue. It's going to be a green base, probably have blue, maybe rug. I could see that. And then madness, madness, I think black red all day, but who knows? Like what do you, yeah. What colors do you think are going to be these four decks? Cause that's the only things we have spoiled is the number of decks that we're going to have. And the four mechanics that it's centered around. Populate. It's going to for sure be white green. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. Flash flashback is some combination of Esper, if not Esper. Now, do you think they're going to go as deep as making it three color? They might not. I guess they did it with like Lord of Windgrace. Was he the only? No, he wasn't the only three color one. Yes, he was. No, the there was an Esper, the three color one. Uh, yeah, you're right. That was yep. said with Kenan Art. Yep. This fucking creepy wizard doll thing. Yeah, so might that be thing three is colors. fucking nightmare fuel. That card is so weird. Morph is, man, that could be fucking anything. That could be anything else. I was like, that's why I said like five color. Like, what the fuck yeah, is that possible? Definitely green base. I agree with you there. Yeah. Madness for sure is black red i don't Maybe. think there could be any other i would be surprised if madness was anything other than black red just black red and i'd be surprised to populate was anything other than green white yeah the flashback is probably going to be two or three colors the morph is up in the fucking air man yeah i have no fucking clue those things are those are so crazy mechanics to build decks around too like having a morph commander deck what the fuck it's definitely going to be green base and i could see that Macon's fucking bonkers commanders like, oh, morphs cost two colorless less to morph up face up. Oh, there's going to be some fucked up cards. And actually, that brings me to my next point that I was going to bring up about them. These cards, besides being legal in commander, are legal in eternal formats as well, or yeah. at least vintage and legacy. Hopefully they don't make too many crazy fucking madness things or Dredge is going to get some new toys. Yo, that was the the first thing I thought of was Dredge for Madness and Flashback for if they make blue cards in that that are insane. I that could be some shit. Even Flashback could go in that survival deck, man. Yeah, you're right. Uh, It depends on how popular, how big the cards are. Guys, look at past commander formats like True Name Nemesis would not exist without a commander set. Yeah. And True Name is just a fine commander card. It's fucking ridiculous in Legacy. Oh my god, yeah. That card completely changed the texture of Legacy. Yeah, just you now need sacrifice effects and board wipes and... Yeah, there's cards that just, like, really would not see play if it wasn't for True Name. True Name is fucking nuts, man. Probably Stoneforge Mystic? No, Stoneforge would see play. 
Yeah, not nearly as much. I don't think. I don't think Stoneblade would really be a deck without that, or not nearly as good as a deck. I should say. Should yeah, but say. you still have Death Attacks. You still have Maverick and stuff. Yeah, that's why I said it wouldn't see nearly as much because yeah, maybe whole... you wouldn't play blue no, Stoneforge decks. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, sure, that's the reason because good fucking luck dealing with it. Yeah, because if you put a piece of equipment on a fucking true name nemesis, holy, that's some shit. Yeah. Fuck man, uh, I don't know. The more I don't really see morph being a mechanic that really penetrates any formats besides commander. Commander would be the only, not unless they do some dumb shit like, oh, this turn your morphs are free, or you know what I mean, some stupid. Yeah, something shit. really out fucking outlandish, oh, something yeah. not even anybody's thinking of because it would be too fucking good. Same and thing populate. with populate. Like, what the fuck is populate? Commander stuff. I'll probably, hopefully, they come out with some green cards so I can put it in Ulash. Yeah, and your fucking little little red green tokeny boys. Zapperlings. They might fucking reprint some of those like high dollar cards too, like the populate thing. I could see them redoing. Uh, oh yeah, I did. I mean, that's always season. kind of a little allure to the commander decks too, and that's why some of the yeah. prices of them are fucking through the roof because they print fucking money in these things. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, some some of them are hit, some of them are misses, but. Even the tribal one, like all of like the Kinder Dominance and stuff like that, like those were all really fucking pricey cards. Really? How much is yeah. Kinder Dominance right now? I don't know how much it is right now, but when that card came out, that card was like worth, if you found a pre-con in like a Target or a Walmart or something like that, you bought it because just selling a Kinder Dominance or something like that out of it was oh, buying damn. Was That's getting like half of bucks. the fucking deck back. Yeah, it's thirteen bucks right now. I think when it was out, it was like twenty five bucks or something. Oh, that's like a that. little inflated. It's probably like ten bucks. I have one of those. Cool. It's yeah. in my sliver, my old sliver deck. That's some fucking dope art. God damn. I mean, all of those dom, all of those like dominance cards, those kindred whatever cards, all of them are worth money because they're all nuts. Yeah, that's some cool ass art. Yeah, I mean, every people love tribal shit, and those cards. Well, that's the every single tribal deck. It, yeah. If you really want some dope tribal decks, Commander's a place to fucking do it. Hell yeah. Well, modern too. Spirits, baby. <laughs> Unless you, I mean, if you really like humans it's not too. not the same. Is that tribe? Is that a tribe? <laughs> it, that's for sure not the same. <laughs> well, I mean, what a fucking segue. Speaking of tribes, uh, we got some new spoilers for the next set, the actual next real set, not some Commander garbage. Oh, what yeah. was this? Speak so, to me. At San Diego Comic-Con. Fucking reveal your secrets. Oh, I will. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I'm just going to keep it secret. Fuck. Yep. I, I am the captain now. I controlled the power. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a callback if it's an episode that we recorded that nobody's heard yet? Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's a call forward. Yeah, Tune call. in next week. <laughs> call, <laughs> fucking call that one's foreshadowing. That one is a special, special release. Yeah, for that... a big old 10 or 10. 10. That's 100. God damn. But so Magic the Gathering at San Diego Comic-Con 2019 released these, I guess they're like party invites. They kind of look like, but they say the Royal Court of Eldraine requests the honor of your presence. And then you flip open that motherfucker and it says Throne of Eldraine pre-release September 28th and 29th. It's got like a bunch what of. What does that sound like players. to you? What's that? What does that sound like to you? Eldraine? Yeah. I honestly don't know. My first thought is Eldrazi, and Eldrazi? I'm like, nah, they wouldn't, sure. they wouldn't cut that. I really think it's going to be some fucking cummy vampire set. I don't know. See, but here's the thing. 
Field drain. It just sounds like super fucking extra. Okay, so on Twitter, there was been some speculation. First of all, when you flip open the invite, and you can find these pictures literally anywhere on fucking Twitter, because everybody's been losing their goddamn minds over it. But if you flip open these things and you like see the inside of the invitation where it says the pre-release, there's very clearly a bunch of spirits flying around it and doing all this other shit. And like it, it or not spirits, fairies flying around. Who, who uh, retweeted this shit that I, Oh my God, find. dude, they're everywhere. Um, the people who have kind of all, all of the scoop so far, uh, are hipsters of the coast. I mean, they're a great resource. If anybody gives a shit about, about what's going on. Saffron. Yeah. He definitely has some shit on it too. Mr. Saffron olive. The fucking uh, yeah, here we go. The head dick in charge. So by all our fucking fairies is what you're saying. I could see that. Well, here's the thing. Everybody's losing their mind over fairies and blah, blah, blah. Marrow on his Tumblr specifically said that they are not returning to Lorwyn in the next set. The next set is going to be a brand new set. So we know that this is going to be a brand new set. Also today, in response to all of the fucking Twitter action, Marrow went on and said, listen, guys. All of the fairy hype, sure. There are fairies in the set, but it is not a fairy focus. So what I don't about merfolk. Merfolk and fairies always always go together. Yeah, I mean that's the Lorwyn thing, right? Yeah, it's like the same style. And then what else was in fucking Lorwyn? Kithkin. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Fuck. Kithkin. Yes, it does. Kithkin are fucking sweet. Yeah, you tell that to Cedric Phillips. Yeah, but fairies was literally one of the best decks in standard and limited, or not limited, standard and uh, extended. Standard man, fairies fucking yeah, kicked ass. That's what I mean. They were too good. Yeah, I mean, what Bitter Blossom was banned in modern for the longest time because of fairies. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, fucking. Cr- I mean, that seems like forever ago. Like it, that's yeah. If you would tell me the today, like, hey, Bitter Blossom is banned, I'd be like, why the fuck is Bitter Blossom like, <laughs> exactly? Banned? Like, oh, a card that never sees play was banned. I don't understand. Like, why? But yeah, it was banned because in Lorwyn, fairies wrecked standard, ruined that fucking format. So it was just so good. It, it so he specifically said the things that it's not. So now we can only try to speculate on what else it could possibly be. I saw a tweet by the Goblin Lore guys, and they mentioned something about like they did some search indexes on some other some like word types, and the only thing that they could find that has any kind of correlation is like South African word. Oh, drain. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe the fucking kitty cats are coming out to play. I mean, I don't, have like I don't a, think it's going to be some, tribal. Some fucking a Johnny style characters. I don't think it's going to be tribal. I mean, I would love to see El, El, just any kind of a Johnny come back and kick some ass. That's my dude. He's not dead or anything, is he? No, he was just helping defeat Bolas. I mean, put Bolas in timeout. Don't get me started on that fucking storyline. That's what I mean. So... If it would be some African-based set, you would want to think Lion, who's a fucking lion. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Maybe it's like going through the prides and shit. Who knows? Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. You know what? Actually, it's... Remember that that digital series that Magic is going to come out with? Or that animated series that Magic is going to come out with? Yeah. It's actually just the live-action version of Lion King. Oh, yeah? (laughs) And this is the set that is going to coincide with that. That'd be pretty... Yeah. It's actually... The fucking just the Lion King uh, magic together. Every time you open a pack, it does the fucking Lion King. Oh, and a Johnny. <laughs> I, that would actually make me want to buy the set because I mean, right now with all the shit that was spoiled, woo fairies, great. 
I like fairies. They're cool. I like tempo style decks. Yeah, I do like tempo decks, but they're not my favorite. But my thing is, one, I don't give a shit about standard. Two, when they do things like this, I feel like they're extra cautious with something that one has been busted in the past, and two already has cards in formats that could make them fucked up. Well, I could see fairies because Fairy Miscreant was just reprinted in 2020. Yeah, true. And they did show like a little bit of a potential to do that with the merfolk that happened. I mean, they're still printing fucking merfolk in some sets, but maybe that's just a thing that they're printing now. Maybe they just are into merfolk being a normal card type. Yeah, they're just going to throw when they're not like a tribal set. They're just going to throw some different tribes here and there. I don't know. And I don't think we're going to have a tribal set that close to the past the previous tribal set. Ixalan. Ixalan. Yeah. It was Ixalan. Exactly. You, yeah, you took the words right out of my fucking mouth. I don't think we're going to have a tribal set because Ixalan was a year ago, two years ago, a year ago, two years ago. I don't know. A year and a half, something like that. I don't actually know. That was just a guess. Yeah. Ixalan was not very long. It's still fresh in people's minds. Ixalan's still in standard. It won't be in standard when this comes out, but Ixalan is still currently in standard. I don't think they're going to double up on tribal sets. They might. If one's rotating out, they might fucking Maybe that's just in. something they're moving towards, too. We are in that weird spot in Magic right now that Arena has really shaken up how they're doing shit. Like, they have the play design team. Now they're getting back on a regular thing for standard, a regular rotation for standard. They're really, really pushing all these standard cards to be the best that they possibly can be. Maybe they're ridiculous. Maybe they're just leaning into the tribal stuff because they know they know casuals like tribal shit and casuals are buying more cards than fucking spikes are a hundred percent. That could be it. I don't know. Maybe we just cracked the code. We're fucking Da Vinci. No, we're uh, Nicholas Cage. Don't ever fucking compare me to Nicholas Cage. Okay. I'll be Nicholas Cage. You can be, I don't know, Brendan Fraser. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Is that just our intro next next week? Or not next week, the week after? You're Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and I'm Brendan it's Brendan Fraser and Nicholas Cage here. That's real fucking. I'm gonna use that if this is a tribal set. That I'm I'm leaning in on that. Yeah, that's understandable. I can get behind that. Yeah, the star of randomly. the critically acclaimed mummy series. <laughs> fucking Brendan Fraser. Is there has there been a worse actor than Brendan Fraser ever? Yes. No, he's got to be at least top three worst actor of all time, right? Uh, there's definitely worse. Who? Who could possibly be worse than Brendan Fraser? I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. He put it, me in the spot. There's nobody worse. He's so bad. Fuck Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, if you're listening. Iggy. Fucking Iggy God. was really bad. Who is it? Iggy. Who is that? The pop star Iggy. Is that an actor? She was in Fast and Furious. Oh. For like she, three she seconds. Have, I, I think in order to be considered an actor and not just like a one-off, you have to be in multiple movies. I don't know, because if you're a fucking terrible actor, you're I not... I guess you would to... only get one role. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> I just looked at the the worst actors. Please tell me yeah. Brendan Fraser's on there. No, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> no, fuck off. Nick Cage is a fucking American treasure. <laughs> it's called the Razzie Award. I think you caught what I did. I didn't hear you the at all. Treasure. American treasure. Oh, you're a fuck. <laughs> Ben Affleck is number 25 of worst of all time. I can't even remember a movie. Oh, welcome Batman. to the Fetch and Shock movie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking cunts. That's what we're doing now. We've decided that we're bad at doing magic podcasts, so we're moving to movies. Uh, they like have some really shitty ones on, like actual good actors. Like who? Ca- who was good that they put on here? Yeah, that's the question I'm asking. David Spade, Owen Wilson, Owen Mark Wilson's Wahlberg. Incredible actor. First of all, just because Mark Wahlberg? Is fucking good. 
Marky Mark. Tyler Perry's a pretty fucking terrible actor. Brendan Fraser's on here. Steven Seagal. Oh, Steven Seagal might be in top three for sure. I still think Brendan Fraser's number Nicholas Cage is number seven. I'm curious who number fucking one is. Holy well, shit. Let's find out who number one is. I don't want to leave any suspense for any of the viewers out there who are still somehow listening, even though I would have quit minutes ago. We got to hear number one and then we'll move on to something else. I don't even know who it is. Tommy Wiseau? Tommy Wiseau. W-I-S-E-A-U. I think he's a fucking meme or something. That's where I know that name from. I don't know that. And Alan Bog is number two. Those poor guys. Eddie Griffin is number three, though, so that makes sense. Okay, so at least this this list is somewhat reputable. Yeah, Chuck Norris is number four because... Fuck you. Chuck Norris is a terrible actor. He's a great dude. He's just a fucking terrible actor. Can we get back to magic shit? Yeah, fucking let's... <laughs> before, yeah, okay. before we go off on a fucking tangent <laughs> for another hour. Add this to the tangent. If you guys are still yeah. playing the tangent drinking game, <laughs> you at least have to do an entire bottle's worth of shots for that one. We did just go through 25 actors who are technically the worst of all actor, time. every actor, you have to take a drink game beverage. God damn it. Great. Awesome. I don't even know where we were, to be honest with you. Oh, friends. about the old drain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that set has potential to be fucking cool. It has potential to be really cool. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tribal, especially if there's a tribal set floating out of standard. They always got to give that. For the reasons that we listed, yeah. I think that I wouldn't rule it out. I'm just, if it's a standard thing, I'm not looking, or if it's a thing, I'm not looking forward to it. We shall see. I mean, it was literally just spoiled today. Yeah, I mean, as long as there's not fucking infinite planeswalkers, I'm cool with it. Or more things to just ruin other formats. I wouldn't. Unless they make Planeswalkers something else now. It's like tribal Planeswalkers. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm with my, with the Eternal formats that we play, like Modern, Big Time, Legacy, Big Time. I'm just, I kind of want a moment just to let the format sit for a little bit. Like, let me play against these decks. Let me not worry about new things. Let me just play the decks that I want to play that I figured out that fit where in the meta where I want them to be. Let me do that. Let it fucking ride for a little bit. Because for a long fucking time, there were just so many sets coming out that were shaking up everything. Like, we got Karn and fucking Narset, and they just ruined everything. And then we got Modern Horizons, and fucking Hogak ruined everything. And now we got... Hogak's gone, so now we have to worry about fucking Ren and Six everything. Like, have you seen the Jun lists that are out right now? No. Well, yeah, it was Ren and Six, like, four Ren and Six, four Liliana, four Tarmogoyf, two Bob. And they're playing and that new Jun. guy, that one-mana per, uh, progenitus guy. Hex drinker. Yeah, hex drinker. But yeah, he, when's the last time you heard the word jund at top tables? Death Ride Shaman got right before Death Ride Shaman got banned. Yeah, like Jund has not been a player in modern in a very long time. It's honestly too slow for a bit there. Yeah, but it it feels good. When Jund's a good deck in the format, that feels like a healthy format to me. Yes. When there is just a, a dirtily mid-range deck that has a lot of cards in it that are pretty much useless in some matchups, and then the other half of the deck is useless in other matchups, and that is still a top deck, that's a fucking great format right there. Yeah, I've always been a fan of Jund. Yeah, and Jund-style decks. Yeah. Really what I'm talking about. Because there was a time there where Jund wasn't good, but Abzan was good. That was like the Siege Rhino days. Yeah. And that was a really good format, too, and then they had to go and fuck that up with Eldrazi. Yeah, and then everyone's like, oh, Eldrazi's fucking ridiculously good. Well, yeah. yeah, no shit, you idiots. You got eight soul lands. Yeah, you get to play lands that are not legal in your format. In your format, <laughs> They're just strictly upgrades of some of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, man. That was... Modern hasn't been a super healthy format in a long time, which is really disappointing. Isn't it, though? I mean, 
the new Jundex got Renin Six. They got Season Pyromancer, Hex Drinker. They got some yeah. shit. Like almost all of Jund right now is new cards. It still kills me that Jund is so fucking expensive. Yeah, of course it is. But the expensive cards now are the fucking new cards. Like Renin Six is more is the most expensive card in the deck. It's more expensive than Liliana. It is. Like, how crazy is that? Fuck, man. Like Jund is still it's back. It's back on being on top, and it's back being a two thousand dollar deck in modern. Two thousand plus. Yeah, uh, yeah, n- north of $2,000. Fucking Jund. Welcome back. Welcome back, old friend. Hello, darkness. I'm fine. I'm breaking out the spirits. I'm starting. I'm going to crack my knuckles and then play against a Jund player and then play my spirits and feel really good. And then they land a Ren and Six and kill all my X1s. And I'm just like, oh, oh. I would I play Jund versus spirits all day because that would be super fucking fun matchup. Yeah, that's a great matchup. Even before I played, when I was playing spirits and Jund was still somewhat around. Those matchups were so good. Yeah. Because sometimes seemed... they just got you. Sometimes they jundage you out. Yeah, and then sometimes you fucking spirit them out, and you yeah, just... Sometimes you just get to play the value game with spirits where all of their one-for-one removal spells... Oh, no, you blank. would for sure lose the matchup. There's a three of Plague Engineer in the sideboard. Oh, yeah, people are playing Plague. Like, I I think the typical lists I've been seeing are one in the main, one in the side, but I think some people are moving all to the side. Uh, it's yeah, up in here. Three... That's a, that's the cool thing about John too. It's really customizable. This is the cheapest I've ever seen Fulminator Mage. Yeah. On Card Kingdom, they're only nine dollars. Wow. I, they, were they even that low when they got printed in Modern Masters? No. They've always been like twenty plus dollars. I don't as, think they were that high when remember. they got reprinted. I think they were right around like ten fifteen. But being below ten, this is I haven't seen them like that in a long. I honestly might just buy a playset. This is okay. We we went from a, just a norm, just a mag- magic comedy podcast to a movie podcast to now we're MTG finance podcast. Everybody go out and buy your form and mages now. Hey, you fucking cunts. Don't pay a bunch <laughs> of dildos. And now we're back to the MCG insult podcast. Yeah, there we go. That's all we had to do. <laughs> we took it full circle, baby. Come at me. I'll come at you. <laughs> I mean, speaking of MTG finance, there is going to be a bunch of shit talking about that come the announcement of some of these uh, commander decks you or think? like right before the announcement of these full commander decks, that always happens. Never, ever fucking. Why is that? Well, cause there's always wild speculation on what is going to be good in these commanders. What's going to do this. What's going to do that. Blah, 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 blah. I'm surprised some cards even haven't jumped. Like when you go to uh, uh, MTG goldfish and you can see like the movers and shakers every time right around the time that, uh, the commander decks come out. The movers and shakers go from standard and modern cards to commander cards because people are buying up spec speculation cards that are going to be busted for these commanders all the fucking time it happens. Oh, I got you. And fuck, man. Fuck MTG Finance. God, that's such a kick in the fucking teeth. Isn't it? I just want to play my cards. I just want my fucking cheap cards. <laughs> Speaking of hating MTG Finance, I decided on something. Uh, the other day and you were going to fucking hate it and, I, and this is the first year of you hearing of it too which is really fun <laughs> i don't know if this is good or bad oh it's you're gonna hate it it's gonna be bad for, well it's gonna be great for me it's gonna be really bad for you uh so obviously for all the listeners out there you know that i am a devout fan of everything mono white and that includes white borders oh i saw this fucking thing online you're <laughs> dumb piece of shit so i am i i have decided that i am going to white border out my entire legacy death and taxes list i saw that on fucking twitter 
the person who yep. foiled or did that. I saw it. It's actually the person who tweeted it is the fucking person I played against in. It was Liz, the person I played against in the Legacy Classic in Pittsburgh. Yeah, they're a piece of shit. Because I started following her directly after I played against her. Because I was like, I, I see her all the time on Twitter, but I don't follow her. So I should probably do that. And I saw that she posted eight all white bordered lists for death and tax. I'm like, oh, fuck me. I should definitely. Yeah, so I'm 1000% doing that because I'm never selling those cards. Those cards are not worth anything. They're not worth any monetary value to me because I'm never getting rid of them. Like cards are only worth money when you're offering somebody to buy them and that person actually purchases them with yeah, human what someone wants to pay. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just fucking pieces of cardboard. Yeah. Like I could say right now that my fucking basic planes that I have sitting here right in front of me is worth $100 million. But until somebody pays $100 million for that, it's not worth anything. Yes. So I'm going to make sure that my death and taxes list is never worth anything by taking away all the black borders from them. All the fucking value. Oh, well, I mean, the actually, value. there's some twat out there who would love that. Yeah. Well, and the best part is like, I, I don't play white border lands in my list because I prefer the arts on the cards that I have now. So I'm going to, I'm going to white border the fucking, the fucking cards, the black border basic lands that I have in my fucking deck. Cause I have like I some snow you. ones because synergies with things. And also I hate, being predicted i don't like you as a person anymore oh i love it so i can't i so for all of you whiteboarder fans out there I, you know, look to keep an eye on my twitter for the in the coming weeks after i get back from vacation i'm probably going to start that it'll probably take like a week or so to get completely done yeah i knew you'd love that i don't at all why not you're ruining perfectly good cardboard no they're not ruined they're prettier because no, white they're so much worse <laughs> they're no, the worst better. things ever Listen, have you ever seen an aether vial with white borders? Yeah, it looks terrible. It's sharp, man. Have you ever seen a wasteland or a Rashadonport with white borders? Wasteland actually looks pretty cool. Rashadonport looks like garbage. No, that's that. That's how the cards were supposed to be printed. It's wrong, though. When they made the move to eighth edition, or when they made the move to uh, revised, and they turned the white the borders white, that was how they should have kept it eternally. They made a mistake by turning it back. I don't think I can talk to you anymore. <laughs> I really just want to cut you with a knife. I'll make no. sure it's a white border, though, just for you. Oh, did you see also, speaking of modern decks, what we were talking about before, um, mo the uh, Channel Fireball Modern Madness bracket. Yeah, I didn't see how it ended up. Um, it's it not, not done yet. The voting oh. is still going on if people are still interested. There we go. I always forget about it, and then I don't do it. But I'm going to do it, because I, yeah, I think you, that's one of the coolest things. If you go on Twitter and search... You go to hashtag modern madness. You can go on every day. They post a new thing. And I've been going on consistently every day and, and voting for what I think is the best. Um, and then at GP Vegas on the August 24th through the 25th, they're going to hold a, an event, a top eight where they take the top eight decks from this and they battle them against each other to see who is the fucking real deal winner of modern. Well, they should have done uh, actually people playing them instead of just voting. Well, I mean, it's hard to do fucking 64 decks. There's a lot of variants involved. And I think the voting thing gets com the community involved, which is extra sweet. Yeah, I get it. But they like have Merfolk versus Ten Tenrak. Tenrak? What the fuck is Tenrak? Tenrak, man, because they, they got more racks. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they, they, they got the Planeswalker that does it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, show and tell. Show and tell Planeswalker for vampires. No. They got, um, what is it, not Duretti, um, Derevi or something like that? Oh, I don't know. The one from, he's an uncommon from uh, War of the Spark. One black black. And his 
static ability is um, Shrieking Inflection. Oh, that seems good. Yeah, he's he fit. That's that that is the uh, additional two racks, turning it to ten racks. I can dig it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty solid. But some of these matchups have been pretty cool. Even though I think like the actual decks paired against each other have been uh, maybe the the results might have not been the results of the matches, like you were saying. But it's going on like personal Which preference. Is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tesserator beat out uh, Red Green Ponza. Uh, that probably actually would happen. Tesserator's um, mostly basic lands. Yeah, but you could destroy basic lands with with Ponza. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. And then I I think that that might have I guess gone. I don't know enough about modern Tesserator. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Tesserator's not even that played, and Ponza has been played for a while. Um, And, like, things, like, obviously, the the matchups reflect it, but I'm pissed about. Like, Eldrazi Tron beat Spirits. I'm salty about that. Well, that's um, actually normal, isn't it? I mean, that's exactly how that matchup probably should. Like, Death Shadow beat Mono Red Prison 65 to 35%. Yeah. Which probably yeah, should be happen. way more I would, than that. I would expect Death Shadow to probably make it to top eight. <laughs> My favorite part is that H- Hogak is still in the fucking thing. Even though it's banned. Yeah, well, Hogak banned, is banned. Bitch. Well, Hogak's not, Rich but the deck. Below is banned. So are they going to do... If that, if Hogak makes it the entire way, are they going to just do a Hogak deck without that card? Uh, I would guess so. They almost have to, right? Yeah, I think so. But like things like fucking hate bears lost to Jeskai control in reality that I don't think that would happen. Yeah, probably not, which is eh, whatever. But yeah, I mean, the, the whole concept is fucking and I love it. Yeah, it's for sure. Cool. And I'm excited to see who makes it to top eight. And I will probably watch that event for GP Vegas because I, I don't think we're going to GP Vegas this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. No, the fucking it, G, GP Vegas has been overshadowed by uh, the Tyler Tooth Fund. Yeah, Tyler Tooth Fund is a necessity. Yeah, really fucking kicked. A real, a real kick to the teeth is the Tyler Tooth Fund. Do you know it's a? Do you know what a real kick to the teeth is? What? Getting arrested for attempted rape. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was a transition. <laughs> that one's a fucking stretch a little bit. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, God damn it! Yeah, you saw your window and you had to fucking. I had it. to take it. Uh, that's fair. Uh, so I mean, <laughs> I guess we'll do. Uh, for anybody out there who has had an experience like this, we'll do a content warning. If you're not into hearing about any of the shenanigans that happened with Conley Woods, uh, you can I wouldn't just even call the... them shenanigans. Shenanigans are about fun and jokes. Yeah, none of the, the bullshit. Dude, the... You're right. I used I used a fucking yeah. lighthearted word when this shit was fucking disgusting. Yeah. And fuck he... this guy. But Someone... if you're not interested in us shredding this fucking guy for as long as we're going to be fucking shredding him, skip to the last 10, 15 minutes of the podcast because then you get to hear the fun parts where we play games and shit. But or for now, we're going to fucking talk about how fucking deplorable is, yeah. fucking <laughs> this guy is and what happened in fucking week. So uh, there's your warning, and we're going to start <laughs> talking about this now. So Conley Woods, a former Magic player and a Who former... worked for Channel Fireball. He played for Channel, Bar- Far- Channel Fireball for a while, and then he moved to Twitch and started doing his own thing on Twitch. Um, known for being a brewer, which was the reason why I liked him initially in the first place, was that he wasn't ever afraid to play new decks, and that was alluring. I think that was alluring for a lot of his audience because most of his shop, most of his shit was just brewing. But this past week, it was released that he had been arrested for attempting to rape a, a rape a girl and his excuse 
was that he was role-playing because she had a rape fetish. Yeah, when the police got there, he was covered in blood and had cuts on his arms. Yeah, most because she had from a defensive. fucking knife pointed at him. Yeah. At what point do you, like, oh, this is just a crazy fucking fantasy. Okay, well, let's be honest. He was trying to rape the fuck out of her. And yeah, that I don't was give a fuck excuse. about his story. Because whatever his story is, is just a fucking lie to try to fucking get his ass out of it. Yeah, if someone is like, hey, I have a rape fantasy. And even if you go through with something like that, and they pull a knife on you, I'm fuck. I'm like, hands up, I'm fucking out. Like, or if they just tell you to fucking, if they tell you to stop and pull up their phone and try to call the cops, that that should be your fucking hint. Yeah. Also, fucking Don't be a piece of shit. Christ, there I were hope some someone people, cuts his fucking nuts off. There were legitimately people online like trying to defend this fucking. Well, they can fuck off and die too. Yeah, I want to fucking fist fight all of the people trying to defend Conley Woods. Like, get me and all of them in a room, and I will fucking kill all of them. Like this. Fucking bullshit should never fucking happen. And the fact that it, it happens so frequently. Well, here's the thing. Are, it doesn't matter if you're a magic fucking. No, but yeah, it's personality when it's or whatever. Because it happened to somebody in the magic community or it, somebody in the magic community was a perpetrator of it. Now it gets everybody outraged. Like this shit is just fucking unbelievable. And it nobody should fucking stand for this. Like it should be something that people are talking about because it is fucking disgusting yeah and like i really feel bad for that girl because that sucks like they were friends i guess beforehand yeah and you're just talking to a friend like oh i have even if it is true and she did have a fantasy don't fucking take no, it upon not... yourself yeah that's on one that's not an excuse and two that's not even part of the fucking conversation because i was... mean like he's just a fucking piece of shit yeah that's what i've gathered too he's a dumb fucking dildo and i hope they fucking chemical castrate him I mean, like, I'm I'm not a big fan of the fucking capital punishment, but for shit like that, just fucking get him out of my sight. Oh, fucking no, fucking capital punishment for days. His, yeah, his life is not worth fucking, because that is just, oh, fuck, man, that pisses me off. And when things like this happen in the magic community, everybody gathers together and fucking says that it's a bad thing, but then things like this fucking continue to happen. Like, fucking, this has happened, what, twice in the past, like, year and a half? Or three times in the past year oh, and a half? This one's a little bit more extreme. This one is a, is a bit more severe, and I do agree that this one is more severe. But that doesn't change the fact that this this has happened to people who are fucking big players in the Magic. Like fucking O-Rat, fucking piece of shit scumbag. He got kicked out of the MPL and shit, and there were people still jumping to his fucking, his rescue. And uh, who was the other fucking? Todd the, Stevens. That one, yeah. And he was a creep. He was a yeah, he was a creep to people on the SCG tour and he got booted from that and he lost all of his shit. He still streams and people still watch his stream. Yeah, people are fucking dildos, man. What the fuck, man? Like, now, here's come the thing. On. Am I an asshole? For sure. Am I abrasive? Without a doubt. Am I inappropriate 90% of the time? You better fucking believe it. Do I rape or attempt rape? Not a fucking chance. Like, no. come on. Yeah, there's a difference I mean, between being us and fucking making the jokes that we make. And like you said, you you worded it fucking perfectly. There's a difference between being the abrasive fucking human beings that we are and being off color and being all those things. But you just fucking have some fucking respect for other human beings. Let's, let's move on to something a little bit more lighthearted. I want to reiterate that real quick. He's a piece of shit, deserves to die. Yeah, fuck that guy. End of story, yeah. He's the fucking worst. Like, that is the most fucking deplorable thing I could possibly... But yeah. you know what's not fucking deplorable? Accumulated knowledge. So, for anybody out there who is just hearing this for the first time, every week we love to play a little game. 
And that game is accumulated knowledge. So accumulated knowledge goes a little something like this. One of us is going to ask the other a random card generated from the Scryfall website. The other individual has to give the mana cost of that card. And if they get it, they get the point. If they don't, they have to move on in shame. And they have they just dishonored their family and they lose. They <laughs> dishonored their family. Yeah. Fucking Budweiser's going to be real pissed at me when I lose this week. So <laughs> Matt is going to be the one asking me this week. <laughs> Matt, fucking let's get her going, man. You ready to start her off, huh? Yeah, I guess so. As as ready as I'm going to be. Well, that one's a fucking basic island, so that's not going to oh, happen. I know what that one does. That's a zero. What the fuck are you? <laughs> what the fuck are you? Okay, this one is... How many guesses do you get? Four total? What do you or mean? Or not. Uh, hints, rather. No, I I what I think we settled for me getting three hints. Okay, yeah, three hints. Okay, this is enraging licid. L I C I D. Enraging licid. Well, that sounds red or green. Uh, it sounds angry. So I'm gonna say it's red, and I don't know what a licid is, so <laughs> that doesn't help. <laughs> oh, I hate to use my fucking hint this early though. God damn it. Uh, well, I think it's red and green. How about that? How does that sound? <laughs> Why don't we why don't we do Mr. Raging Lissid is uh two, a red, and a green. Your final answer? Yeah, for sure it is. No, not even close. It's a well, I guess it's kind of close. It's one colorless and a red. Ugh. I've never heard of this card. It is a summon lissid. Whatever the fuck a lissid looks like a fucking parasite something. Ooh. It is if a it's one an old one. Card? It's Tempest. Ugh. It's a one one enraging lissid. Pay a red and tap it. It become, loses this ability and becomes a creature enchantment that reads, Enchanted creature is unaffected by summoning sickness. Instead of a creature, move Enraging Lissid onto target creature. So you, you pay may the ability pay and red it just jumps onto something. Yeah. That is kind of cool because it is kind of like a parasite then. Wow, that's uh, a really it, cool design. It gives something haste is what yeah, it Yeah, that's does. a really fucking cool design. Holy fuck, I love that card. That's kind of neat, I guess. Oh, I really like that card. Oh, I hate fuck. it because I missed it, but I love that card. That's some bananas. Never yeah. would have got that. No, not in a fucking million years. That's why I didn't bother wasting a hit on it, because why would I fucking... Yeah, you weren't getting that. No. All right, maybe if next... I would have asked the hint for the text, maybe I would have got the mana cost, because I would have not put green on it. But even then, like... Yeah, would I wouldn't have got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm down All one. Right. On to the next. So this one is Allied Strategies. Allied strategies, that sounds like a white card, if I've ever heard one. Oh, it sounds like a white sorcery that would, like, give your team, like, plus one, plus oh, or something like that. I'm going to use my hand on this one, because I like white card. Get, okay, let me what, hear what, what it does. What is your question? I want to hear what it does. What's the card do? Oh, that's going to change your opinion. Okay, so, domain. Target player draws a card for each basic land type among lands he or she controls. Oh, Jesus Christ. Domain. Was this in Modern Masters? I have no idea. When it was in fucking... Domain was in Modern Masters, wasn't it? Is it do you want... Uh, What do you want? No, do I don't want another, another hint? hint. I just... No, I don't want to use another hint on this card. I'm just trying to think. I'm thinking out loud. Let me... What does it do again? Domain. Target player draws a card for each basic land type among lands he or she controls. Oh, man. It sounds just like... I mean, I'm going to say it's a divination. I'm going to say it's two and a blue. And your final answer? Yes, sir. No. What? Aren't... So this is actually a really coming card. Oh, is it, it like is, fucking like six in a blue or something? Like some like four in a blue? It's from 
Plane Shift and then Doldex Pyrexia versus the Coalition. Oh, God damn it. Is it black? It's blue. The drawing the card. Yeah, the drawing card should have given you the blue. Yeah. The domain. That's the. It's like weird plane shift because that was the original domain yeah. within oh, plane man. shift. What was what what what's the what's the mana cost on it? Four blue. Four blue, motherfucker! Oh geez, so I gotta fucking win out. You gotta step your fucking game up, boy. Oh come on, those were both fucking awful cards. Oh, I don't geez. know if you're gonna get this one either. Man, fuck. You ready? Well, lay it on me. This one is Creeper Hulk. All one word. Creeper Hulk. Man, fucking Christ. I, I mean, it's probably black or green, right? I'm going to give you a free hint. It's green. Okay, it's green. Cool. Creeper Hulk. Well, Hulk makes it sound big, so he's probably thick. He's a thick boy, but I don't know how thick he is. Um, Creeper Hulk. So he's green. Is he? Wow, fuck. What does he, what does he do? I don't know. That's not a question. <laughs> I was about to say, is that going to be one of your... <laughs> I do the same thing. Yeah, I do. I, is it? Oh, no. What? Oh, no. I'm going to give you 10 more seconds. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Uh, give, give me a hit. Yeah, what's it do? What's it do? What's it do? Okay. It is trample. Uh, one colorless one green until the end of turn target creature you control has base power and toughness five five and gains trample um what it so it, it has trample and it has an ability that makes something a five five it gives target creature you control base power and toughness five five and gains trample it turns a creature into a five five trampler so it turns a creature into well I'm, okay so it turns a creature into a five five trample so it has to be a five five trample itself right I don't know. Do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that only makes sense. Because why would it have? Why would it have trample and not be a five-five for two mana? It just turns itself. It could turn itself into a five-five with trample. Giving you, like, I'm giving you ten seconds. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, shit. Um, fucking. I need my answer. Three, four. Fuck. I need an answer. Four. Uh, I'm thinking. A five and a five five seems right. I need an answer. Fuck. Is there four and a green or three and two green, maybe? You gotta give me an answer, dude. Oh fuck. I don't know. I don't know. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, uh, oh, five, four and four, a four, three, two, four and a green. One. Fuck. You're actually really fucking close. It's three green green. I fucking said it too, God! The text gave that Damn away. It. The five five trample right on point. Yeah, it's I thought plant like, elemental. I was thinking about it. Like critically, I was like actually putting some fucking brain effort. I think I might have burnt out my last two brain cells. If it itself didn't have trample, then there would no be. It would be something way different. It would have been like a one one for four or something. Yeah. Yeah, but the but fact it, that it had trample made me think it was a five five. So yep. five five would had to have been. It seems like it would be a five. What set is this even from? From the commander sets. It's from Arch Enemy. Hold on. Commander uh, Anthology and Commander 2014. Commander 2014. That was the, uh, is it a beast? Plant Elemental. Ah, fuck. I was going to say, it sounds like it would be from like the Naya Beast deck, but I have that deck. I don't know why, I would think, because I definitely never heard it before. What the well, fuck is this? Great. Awesome. Yeah, just fucking, yeah, move on to the next one. <laughs> I'm, I'm kicking myself. All right, this is Warthog. 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 
When I was a young warthog. Um. Yes, you got it. Oh, is that that was that the manacle? That's everything. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Fucking warthog. He sounds like a red card. He would be like one in a red, and then Pumbaa would be like one white or one green. No, what Pumbaa or yeah, Timon, Timon would be one white, and Pumbaa would be two in a red. So I'm gonna say two in a red. Or no, one in a red. One in a red. That's final my final answer. answer. One in a red is my final answer. I would have fucked this up too, man. <laughs> God damn it! I blew it. Too much work. It takes a long time to break them in, and more than a few recruits. Greebog, Goblin bugs? Swine Rider. It's only in sixth edition. Great, awesome, awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, my it, wheelhouse. Yeah, I would never have gotten this. It's three two Swamp Walk. <laughs> yeah, for a colorless and two green. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I would have never gotten that. You're these ones are they have the gods have not shown upon you. Yeah, no, I'm getting the fucking shaft. Okay, I need the last one because I I need to fucking prove to myself that I am not useless. <laughs> or a piece of shit. Yeah, hold on. Let me give me give me a fucking come on a slow pitch. That's what I Tundra. want. Tundra. Tundra. I know that <laughs> yeah. one. Legacy. Oh, you're not gonna get that. Oh God, what is it? I won't count this one, but it's Kindle the Carnage. Kindle the Carnage. That's a commander card. No. Fuck. Ascension. You already fucked up. Okay. Ascension. Um, Kindle right, the Carnage is three red red. One. I said I'm not counting that, and no, you fucked it up. It was one red red. Fuck, man, I was so close, though. I lose your head. This is going to be the one that counts. Cursed Totem. Cursed Totem. Oh, is that a, was that a standard card? Mm, no. Oh, goddamn. There are technically three printing. What does that even mean? One of them doesn't is not tournament legal. Oh, so it's like either a CE or maybe like a fucking uh, like player's deck. Championship deck. Yeah, yeah, championship deck. Interesting. Okay, so it's an old card. Huh. Well, it's definitely an artifact, like for sure. What's it do? Players cannot play any creature abilities requiring an activation cost. Oh, so it is an old card because... Well, the the errata text is activated abilities of creatures, oh, creatures can't, can't be, be activated. activated. Yep. So it is an old card because of the old text. Yes. I mean, that's just like a fucking, a classic just hate artifact. So it's either one or two. Um uh, Train of thought is way off. I mean, I don't think so. There's no hate artifacts that cost one mana. And newer ones. Newer ones do. Like Crap Digger Stage or something. So it has to be an so if it's an old one, it has to just be two. It would either be two or three. Yeah, I'm gonna say two. I don't think something that weird would be three. I don't know. No, I'm gonna say two. Two seems right. Two? Yes. Two. Yes! <laughs> From Mirage and Sixth Edition. This actually saw an uptick in price because of Karn. Huh. I guess you can fetch that with, and I, yeah. it would be relatively easy to cast considering it's only a two colorless mana. Pass me from soul to soul, soldier to herder, herder to beast, beast to soil until I'm everywhere. Then pass me those souls. Wow. That's totem, a really good flavor text. Fuck me up. Totem inscription. It's from Mirage originally, so it's like the, the this is like real funky Jamaican. Art. Yeah. It's yeah, actually fuck weird. yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. Was it Cursed Totem, you said? Cursed Totem from Mirage. And then 6th Edition. Oh, does the 6th Edition have the one art? Because the same art, because I'm looking at the 6th Edition one. The 6th Edition art. Yeah, they're, they're the same. I was going to say, that's fucking really good art. That's really cool. Yeah, they all the same. Fuck. Hey, I got one. Yay! Did it. One <laughs> oh, for five. You got some hard ones, though. I got some fucking insane ones. I think the last one was easily the easiest. 
and I got it. So percent uh, It was the easiest. That's a moral victory. Fucking yeah. Christ. Well, I, I, feel well, I got really absolutely bad for you being slaughtered. a fucking idiot. What did you say to me? I said, I really feel bad that you were going to be an idiot. I was going to give you the shout out, but you can go fuck yourself. No, I don't want it. I didn't earn it. Yeah, I was going to give it to you anyway. So, <laughs> Well, go for it then. One dude that I fucking love seeing his shit. He's not really a content creator or anything, but it's Eric Klug or Klug. I'm not really sure how you pronounce his last name. Klug. Yeah, but it's Eric Klug. He does these fucking awesome altars. I would say the altars that he does is considered content. It is literally the best fucking altars you'll ever see. Yeah, his altars are fucking incredible. He's next. He's famous for doing like like renditions of other artists' work as altars. Like he's done some like comic book cover style Eldrazi, which are fucking insane. He's done uh he's done like glass pane ones, he's done Picasso style ones. Yeah, he's done, he has like, some really dope glass ones. pane moxes or my favorite of his. Yeah, fuck yeah. He's done a million different altars, and all of them are absolutely breathtaking. And funny enough, it has a tie into this episode. He is a cube aficionado. Ooh, would you look at that? Yeah, he is. We didn't plan that. He's a big, big. No, we genuinely did not. He is a big, big fan of cube. He actually got a cube that he has built himself, like one of his personal cubes. He got it onto Magic Online for a, a, a season or not a season, like three weeks, four weeks. The cube that he has is the Pro Tour cube. Oh, that sounds dope as fuck. Yeah, it has a singleton copy. Oh, from every card that every card that's top aided. I think it's I think it's top aided just because you needed to fill it out. So it's top eight. It's either top aided or top or it was like in the finals of Pro Tour. That's pretty fucking dope. I knew that he did something like that. I didn't know it was. I want to say it's top eight just because there's so many card like repeated cards within top eights. I could see that. But yeah, it is. And it is fucking sweet. Sometimes you'd think like, uh. Is that actually going to be good? And in theory, probably not. But in practice, holy shit, is it good. So, Matt, where can you find this fucking guy at? So on Twitter, you can find him at Klug or Klug. It is K-L-U-G underscore alters. Yeah. And that's that's where you see a vast majority of his content. That's where I discovered him. And that's where I kind of fuck with, with him mostly. He does do his altars too if you're interested in purchasing one of them if you see one that you're particularly attached to or or fucking uh, reach out and say hey can you alter this yeah i I believe he might take in commissions but for the ones that he does that are not commission based he does them and then auctions them off on ebay so if you want something he wants to fucking do yeah he you definitely have the ability to do that and it's fucking he's been doing a new thing recently he's been taking old artifacts and putting like the masterpiece frame on them. Yeah, I saw that. And yeah, you we're looking at one right now. Orb? He did Chaos yeah. Orb. Oh my god! And super that masterpiece orb. frame one is fucking gorgeous. Two is super intricate. And he look at that. Nails he, it. Those lines. He fucking nails it, man. Are on point. Yeah. And the the even the the line work is insane. What's more crazy to me is the the art from the actual card that he extends into it is fucking only that he sometimes will touch up the actual bubble lettering he didn't do it on that one but he i've seen he him has do done that. that in the past yeah for sure 
which is fucking amazing. And he's yeah, such he a he is endlessly talented. Yeah. So if you're looking for anything, any alters to either buy or try to get commissioned, reach out to him, man. And ladies, I guess. Sorry, all you folks and all your gender identities, you fucks. All you fucks. There we go. There all we you fucks. There you go. That's gender That's neutral. Easier. All you fucks yeah. is gender neutral. You fucking assholes. Yeah, and his Twitter is also endlessly entertaining because he has fucking pictures of his beautiful dog. Yeah, he has and... a pit bull puppy, and yeah. he's the adorablest dog. Yeah, fucking way cute dog. So he has way cute Just dog. So you guys know, we're, I'm scrolling through his Twitter as we're and he does this. every so often. He goes out and does like color studies in in the nature. Which I know you guys are magic players, so you don't not know what nature is. Nature. It's just fucking nature. Oh my god, I fucking have you not seen that Emrakul yet? That's what I was talking about when I said Jesus that he does like Christ. comic book style Emrakul or Eldrazi. Fuck. Yeah, fuck me, man. It's so good. I'm literally snippeting this. And, and <laughs> As we're I podcasting, you're like, "Yep, this yeah, is fuck the you. one." I don't give a shit about you. I I want this card. Yeah, I mean, it's long gone at this. Point. I'll just fucking commission another one. That's fair. Think but I give a fucking, shit? Yeah. He, Eric is a fucking stud. His art, his regular art is insane, and his altars are absolutely breathtaking. Literally the best in the game. So go check him out. Definitely well worth it. All right, Matt. Well, that's another one in the books. Here's a fun idea. Let's uh, plug us because we fucking suck at plugging first ourselves. First of all, I, the the first thing I want to plug is if you made it through this episode and you didn't fucking walk outside and run into traffic. First of all, thank you very much. It's I much like this episode kind of sucked. Sorry, guys. Eh, it's whatever. <laughs> but if you made it through this episode and didn't want to fucking die, um, next episode is going to be right up your fucking alley. I'm going on vacation next week, so we pre-recorded it. And next episode is a very, very, very special. We have a guest Could on. It was a special guest. Yeah, we do have a very special, special as in important. Special as in learning disability. Not, special. Yeah, idiot face. <laughs> But we, yeah, we're gonna have a special guest on next week, and it was a absolute pleasure having him on. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy hearing the shenanigans that we get into. Goddamn Korean cocksucker! Here's the <laughs> thing, though, he's not Korean, so it's cool. Oh, oh, oh that's a curveball. <laughs> so yeah, fucking yeah, jump in next time. You're gonna you're gonna really enjoy it. If you just come back to listen to episode ten, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, you can. That's all you actually want to do. Episode. Fuck yeah. Well, Matt, if if the ladies and gentlemen out there want to get a hold of us, how do how can they do that? Okay, so they can follow you personally at Basic Landbin. Nailed it. They can follow myself, the fucking handsome German guy. I wanted to say Italian Stallion, but I have zero German in me, so No, you're not Andre Maguchi. Yeah, you can you're right. I am not. You figure <laughs> it out. If you would like to follow me, it's on Twitter at it's Bop. And you can follow us collectively on Twitter at fetch underscore shock. Yes. Do you think I was going to fuck that up? I've heard you say it enough times, you fucking cock. Very proud of you. I did it. You can follow there. Well, Nat, you did the, this is the first time you've ever done the, the outro. Yeah. Yeah. It went off without a hitch. I'm very proud. Yeah, we did it. Fuck yeah, man. Well, nerds, we will see you next week. (laughs) Hopefully you tune in because it's a good one. E.T. is a good one. It's a very good one. See you next! Peace!